Friday night, 11.24 p.m. I was so wrapped up in watching and making sure I was recording, I forgot that I actually needed to talk. <laughs> it just kind of snuck up on me there. Welcome to Mix Minus. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns from Arkansas. Hello, Adam. Hey, Daniel. I'm just mixing a drink right now. <laughs> I can see that. I'm doing I am excellent. Uh, Thank you for asking. I'm just... Mm-hmm. Making sure that my measurements are correct on my Malibu and peppermint schnapps. Ah, oh, it's a coconut peppermint. It's it's coconut toothpaste. Oh, that's what it's called. Oh yeah. God, that just that just sounds <laughs> horrible. We it's took a, a week it's off. It's a new crest flavor. You we know, they a, could have. Okay, yes. It's they could have crest. coconut. They could have coconut flavored crest. I was going to say, we took a week off and we forgot how to podcast, but you were just demonstrating that point by us talking over the top. So you were just, you were uh, making it easier for the audience to understand by demonstrating just, you know, yes. what, what happens, right? When, but when you don't do this for a week. I wasn't looking at you, so. That's true. Um, although level 13 members that listen to our Christmas show know that you were looking at Scott the entire time. Yeah, there's this weird thing that's happening now where when you and I did the Star Trek thing. Yes. Oh, no, don't explain it. It's explained on the Level 13 Christmas show, which you can get to if you join Level 13. I know what you're asking yourself. Hey, self, what what the hell is Level 13? That's our behind the scenes club where you can hear all kind of extra audio. You get our pre-show, you get our post-show. You'll actually end up with either something really fascinating or torturing, depending uh, on your perspective. But tonight's pre-show, we spent uh, a good 45 minutes creating a new promo for Pride 48. Uh, and now you, you can just see how that's all put together there. It's, it's like I said, it's either fascinating or, or torturous. Who, who, you know, who knows? You know, uh, if they like it, you know, seriously, though, if they like it, they probably won't. But if they do like it, what you could do, because you said in that, recording yes hey if anybody else wants to yes say these lines yeah we will also well when i say we i mean daniel because <laughs> yeah i mean let's face it uh i could do it but i'm not going to <laughs> so daniel will take your audio and they will tweak he will tweak it and he will put music under it and we will add it to the rotation but what i was going to say is if they like it it could be a whole segment on level 13 where when we get a new one in, we yeah. spend half an hour yeah, creating the That's bumper right. on the air. Anyway, uh, if you want to join level 13, it's absolutely free. All you have to do is send us an email and say, hey, I would like to join level 13. That's contact at mixminuspodcast.com. There you go. I'm sorry. That was the longest commercial ever because I I, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. So we took uh, the week off for Christmas last week. How yes. was your Christmas, Adam? It was good. We didn't we didn't really do anything other than I I cooked a lot on the day. Yeah. And ham, which I hate ham. I I don't <laughs> like ham. But Mark wanted to have ham and the Filipino cuisine is very pork forward. Yes. They they love pork. Anything pork. Bacon, sausage. <laughs> you heard it here first. Loin. The Filipinos love the pork. They mm-hmm. they love the pork. Ground mm-hmm. pork. Yeah. Anywhere we would use ground beef in the U.S., yes, they nine they're times just out porking. of ten are they're just use they're porking pork. instead of uh, beefing. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted to have ham. He said, "Why don't we have ham? We don't usually have ham." And I said, "Sure, let's have ham." But I didn't want to do anything <laughs> complicated. You, so, so, oh, I was thinking that you no. would have done the traditional 
pineapple with the cherry and the toothpick, you know, stuck all the way around the outside of it with that weird cherry colored glaze that you kind of just brush on every 30 minutes under a broiler. I, I figured you would have gone all in for that. You no. probably could have sous vide it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually bought a ham that was already cooked, yes. but it included a, and I didn't even use it because it included a brown sugar glaze. Yes. Sort so, of thing so you it, bought it from that place. I Spire, bought it from Spire, Sam's. Honey ham or whatever. Oh, okay. No, so. I just bought it from Sam's. We were in Sam's. And I said, hey, you know what? They've got a ham right here. Let's just buy it. But I did the sweet potato recipe and the green beans that I did for Thanksgiving. And both of those have copious amounts of brown sugar in them. So both of both the sweet potatoes and the green beans taste like candy. Yeah. And so when the ham was done, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not going to do the brown sugar glaze on the ham because I want the ham to be salty to kind of balance out all the sweetness I've got in the green beans. So, you know, uh, when I lived in South Carolina, there was a Thanksgiving that I invited Fatty over for Thanksgiving. International podcasting celebrity, Big Fatty. And uh, the ham that I made for that Thanksgiving, I made a ham because Big Fatty was coming. But right. the ham that I, I, I used a Dr. Pepper glaze. Oh. You, you well, basically, I, you brine the, the ham in Dr. Pepper for a day or two before Thanksgiving and then, yeah. So I used to use, occasionally I would make a ham. That's, when, that's, that's your way of just totally dismissing that. You're just like, okay. No, I think, sorry, I'm I didn't have a to. comment about that. I, I think that sounds delectable. It wasn't that good. But I've, it's okay. I've heard. But that man ate a lot of ham, Adam. I can imagine. Fatty he just pork he as ate well. his body weight in ham. Maybe he should move to the Philippines. <laughs> he should because they're, they're porking it up all over the place in the Philippines. He, he should go there. He loves pork. So, yes, no, it sounds good. Although I've heard more of a Coke glaze more than a Dr. Pepper glaze. Yeah. But I, I've heard of that. And I know that it, it can be good and tenderize the meat and stuff like that. But um, I used to do, when I would buy a ham that was raw or... One that you needed to cook. I don't know yes. if they're ever raw. I assume there's some curing that goes on regardless. You know, but if they're smoked, then yeah, they're not. I mean, that's they're cooked. You could eat a smoked ham. Right. You don't need to cook it, but but a lot of people do. So I would buy one and then there's an Alton Brown recipe that is a ginger snap. It has a ginger snap mustard bourbon crust. Wow. So you 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 start the ham out and then you spread you I don't remember the order cuz it's been a long time but you do some form of smearing mm-hmm. mustard smear the mustard on packing on graham cracker not graham cracker uh, ginger snap ginger crumbs ginger snap crumbs and spraying it with bourbon now I I don't remember the order of that I'm sure that order was wrong but you know you those this- you know those pepperidge farm molasses crisp cookies yeah. those uh-huh. real thin molasses crisp cookies Yes. So you take honey mustard and then you crumble up those molasses crisp things sure. on there. And then you, you, I don't know, you, you spray it with schnapps. I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> peppermint I don't, schnapps. Peppermint yeah, schnapps. Exactly. I think that would be delicious. It would be like, uh, what, molasses toothpaste. It, it'd be great. It would. Yeah. It would. So regardless, we had ham, we had sweet potatoes. I made two pies and the presents are, are lackluster because I've said this before. He and I. We don't 
purchase expensive gifts for each other anymore because yes. we're adults and we buy things when we right. want it. So that means when we come to Christmas, we already have what we want. So, and what we decided to do is the big 85 inch TV. We, mm-hmm. we split the cost of, that. well, I think that's a but, bit of, that's a bit of a retcon, but yes, you can hear the whole story on geeky gay. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, he did buy me and I don't know if I mentioned this. Well, you can't see. Oh, yeah, you I can. can. I can see the on it's the air on. I was going to ask it's you about that on. because when I heard the other day that you got that, I was just like, "Oh, I wonder if he's going to have it on when uh, when we do it." Not, now it is is backwards, but it's on. Um, right. Because oh, I get it. It faces the the other room, letting them know that you were on the air. Yeah, except I close the door when I'm on the air. So, <laughs> but the thing is, I can't for it to really serve its purpose. It would need to be on in the hallway or on the stairwell outside the studio. All right, let's be let's be honest. The only purpose for on the air signs is to have something cool in the background of your set. That's basically True. that's it. So just hang it on the wall in the studio. Yeah. And just I don't know. The problem is it's got that electric cord attached to it. And so well, that's the why reason you put I've it got where it where sitting the foam on top is, of the shelf. Right. But if you attach it to the wall where the foam is, then you can hide the cord between the foam. True. True. And then you get yourself a little Raspberry Pi and Arduino board, and then you you basically have the Pi monitor the Pride Forty Eight stream. Oh. Any time that you connect to it, it then turns on the light so that it's it's a true on the air. Um, but sometimes I record and I'm not connected to the stream. Well, in that case, Adam, you're not on the air. Well, true, but I am recording, so. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I got that. That was a really cool present. He always gets better presents for me than I get for him. He has, he's a better gift giver in oh, general. Oh, the I, chat room, Adam, is suggesting that perhaps you put the on the air sign in the window so your neighbors <laughs> will know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yes. So, I got that and we've been watching movies every night. And so, that was something we did on Christmas and that's it. Okay. What about you? What did, what did you and Zachary Quinto do? Zachary Quinto? Ooh, yeah. I don't remember. I, I would like to have done something with him. Um, no, we we stayed home. We I had to take care of my mom for a couple hours because she has 24-hour health care. And I mean, health. Yeah. Health care. What, what do they call them? 24-hour nurses? Home yeah, aides? Yeah, but 24-hour Anyway, home health. Yeah, home, home health. Thank you. There, I don't know why I had a block on that. But anyway, so she has that, and but obviously, these it's a private company that does this, right? And it's a very small company, and they take holidays or they need hol- so. My sister couldn't take my mom for several hours, so I basically went over and babysat mom for a few hours, and uh, so that was Christmas Eve. But I didn't. I, you know what? Let me ask you this. Did I have I already asked you this question? Yes. <laughs> you don't know what the question is, so know. how would you know? <laughs> Have I already asked you about recording my mom? Have I asked you at any point, do you remember me saying? Is yes. This, okay. So this, you, that's recorded somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I believe so. I think I, you may have asked it I always think Scott that I should, and I. Yeah. That's probably what it was. And I don't know if we were recording at that it's point. It's all right. Is so that, I can't, I, I can't I just, say. I always struggle with wanting to record my mom just so that I can share with people what it's like to have a conversation with some, with an Alzheimer's patient, because I didn't know, you know, I, this is, is new to me. So, and I've heard about Alzheimer's all my life. So I just, you know, anyone that may have a relative that is 
you know, an early stage of Alzheimer's, here's what you can expect. This is, this is what your conversations are going to be like. And I struggle with the desire of doing that. And then also just the whole, you know, it's my mom and I don't, as right. soon as I pull out a recorder, she's going to be, what's that? And it's like, and I'm, I know that she would be embarrassed by it because she was Southern and the last thing that she would ever want to do would be to impose on people. And so hearing just the chore that it is to have a conversation with her would just, it would wreck her. So it's just like, I, I wouldn't, I don't want to do it for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh God. I don't, this is, I, I don't I, think, I, I, I don't think I would do it personally. All right. Well, because they they can't really someone with Alzheimer's, especially I think your mom's is getting more advanced. It is, and so she forgets things fairly quickly. And they don't even if she says yes, she's okay with it. She's five seconds later, or ten or fifteen, or whatever. Oh yeah, no, it is, she's yeah. going to forget. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not really sure that I would do that because you can't really get a coherent. Yes, I'm okay with this from this person from from your oh, well, mom. Yeah, yeah, but it's also my mom, so it's it's not. I'm not worried about right. that. I'm not worried about someone. Well, I know she's it. not going to sue you, but you I'm not worried about the sure legality you, of it. I'm no, just no, no, worrying about the. I, I'm just I'm struggling with. I guess the morality of it is well, right, yeah. and that's more what I'm saying. You want to make sure that she's okay with it if you're going to do it, because even if it was not a legal thing, which is not what I was referring to, I would still want to make sure that the other person was okay with it. Now. If I don't know if she can, if you ask her something that happened in the past, like to tell a story that happened to her when she was a little girl or something, is she able to get through a story and remember that she was telling a story or? No. no. Okay. Okay. So I was going to say you could do something like you did with your dad where, yeah, because a lot of times people with Alzheimer's at certain stages, they can have a conversation where they will remember things that happened a long time ago. They as will, long as but, they're kind but of those are very short. It's like, oh, and then they'll start act. They'll start asking you questions about things. So it's not so much them recounting that story as much as them reacting. And then you realize, oh, they're, they think that we right. were in Florida. So yeah, you, you really, the maximum sentence or the maximum conversation time that you can have with my mom is right around 20 seconds before she forgets what you're saying. Right. So you, everything has to be very yeah, repetitive and also very short. So, you know, I'm not sure that it's immoral, but I, I don't know that I would yeah. do record. I, 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 if you were going to, I might just keep it for well, there myself. <laughs> it's just, this is the worst Christmas story ever. I'm sorry. Right. It, we had a great Christmas. So you babysat yeah. your, your mom. That was, that was all we did bit. for Christmas. I went over and babysat my, but on Christmas day I, I made pancakes and uh, hamburgers for lunch. I mean, I didn't have pancakes on hamburgers. I mean, pancakes for breakfast, and then right. dinner was uh, hamburgers on the grill, which was great. We had a lot of time. Uh, Zach gave me a lot of stuff. I didn't give him a lot, <laughs> and so I oh. owe, I guess I owe him more. And uh, but so we've been- <laughs> but but the things that he gave me were things for the house, like a, a set of pots for the kitchen and a vacuum. Those are things for the house. So see, these are. These are questions that you have when you're in a relationship and Mark and I always have the conversation. Okay. Are you getting me anything? Are you getting me anything large? So now this year we literally set a budget. We said, okay, for any presents that we're unwrapping on Christmas day, your budget is no more than a hundred dollars. That is so we knew (laughs) that we were equal in what we were giving. And we've been watching big bang theory and Sheldon, I may have said this already, but Sheldon I feels kind of the similar to similar to me. Yes, and you have one said of the this. episodes we watched today, in fact, 
he was given a present a for being a groomsman or something. I, I don't know. Given a present because Howard was getting married. And he said, oh, no, how much did you pay for this? And Howard told him, oh, it was $100. And he said, oh, no, I'm going to be indebted to you. The present I got for you was only 88 And he got out $12 out of his wallet and said, here's $12. There you go. So that's kind of how I feel about presents. So we set a budget or we just buy something jointly. So. All right. Well, last show. So you show. were a Scrooge, a stingy person. A stingy. Didn't get him anything. No, I got him stuff. I just didn't get him enough stuff. Okay. The, I mean, because it wasn't a cheap vacuum. And then I, I bought a standing desk for myself, which I put together this evening and I was going to use on this show. But, you know, when you can't, it's not just the desk that has to stand. It's like all the, the cords and everything have to go with it. And right. my, my power cords and my video cords for my monitors were not long enough I could put the computer up on the desk, I guess, so that all the cords would be, but that wouldn't solve the power problem. So I've ordered new cables. They'll be here on Monday. And so hopefully next time that I do this show, I'll be standing up at them. They say that your sound of your voice is better when you're, when you record standing. See, but we'll find out. I have never recorded a podcast standing up to my knowledge. I haven't either. So, so we'll, we'll find out. Know. We'll find out. So Cyclone in the chat room asked, did I get a Vitamix? No, Cyclone. I Oh, so you know we, what? They were on the treasure truck. Uh, the after Christmas Amazon treasure truck. It came out and it was just like, it's the Vitamix. And they were like 40 bucks. I'm like, I should so buy one of these. No, you shouldn't have. That would have been the wrong one. Because I was going to get probably the $600 Vitamix. There's <laughs> no way that Vitamix was on sale. It would have been a, a mute button 2.0. You would have sent it to me and I would have said, wow, oh, that's a lovely, wow. actually, actually the mute button, I'm warming up to it. It's gotten quieter as I've used it more. Mm -hmm. You can't really hear it. So I'm enjoying it. I really appreciate it now. Mm -hmm. I'm also horrible at receiving gifts. I'll just say <laughs> that right now. But it's, it's good that you didn't get me the $40 Vitamix. <laughs> oh, there you go. I bought you a present. I, you late. did. You did. You got me a Hickory Farms gift box, which I basically all but told you, hey, this is what I would really like. <laughs> but That's thank you. It was do. very thoughtful of you You're to welcome. do. And uh, I have, I've eaten the crackers out of it. I have not eaten the cheese and the sausage yet because it, it arrived after Christmas. I, I went and bought some charcuterie for Christmas Eve to, to watch uh, Arthur Christmas and eat my my food. Right. So, um, I mean, I'm trying to get back to the Trello here to say, you know, Please we started do. a segment last show. It's been so long. It was called the tweet of the week and I put it up there. And so, but then I forgot all about the segment. <laughs> so I don't have, a tweet. I still don't remember what it was. I just, I was highlighting a tweet of the week from a tweet that I thought was exceptionally funny. That one happened to be from big fatty. But uh, I figured, oh, well, you know, Adam uses Twitter. That's the only thing he uses, he says. I do. Yeah. So I figured, well, you could just mark one down as being the the tweet of the week. Something that so, you read that, that made you chuckle on the Twitter. Oh, my God, this is going so badly. Are you looking right now as you talk? Because I'm not looking at Twitter right now. Are you wanting me to look? D during the well, week. During the week. You right. don't have to do it now. It's too late for today. I forgot. I forgot about the segment, to be honest. But <laughs> I think there was did. one about a toilet, and <laughs> yes, and I forgot that it was. I forgot what it was in relation to. But 
Yes. But that that was about it. Okay, great. This this segment is going great. We're definitely going to keep that. All right. So you also mentioned on your show that you uh, have been watching Scientology and the Aftermath with Leah Remini, which, by the way, I've... I think I've watched that entire series. I know I watched the the first three seasons when they were on TV, but it, yeah, go ahead. It is so good. Well, oh, yeah, uh, it's a bit it, repetitive. It's a bit, you know, edited in such a way that's like, come on, make your, God damn it. Just quit. You're, this is a 30 minute show that you've stretched out into an hour. And there are some very staged, it's like for people whose lives were ruined and are were close to homeless being homeless they're all interviewed in these million dollar homes it's like they, they oh go, that's true yeah they go every person that they talk to is like i was traumatized and i was ruined and blah 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 i'm like but you're in a two million dollar home well maybe so, like you said maybe that is staged and they don't maybe leah didn't want to be in a i'm just saying shack you're not really making the case of how badly that you were were taken to the cleaners when you're oh but i live here in this adorable mansion so okay well mostly from what they say and i and i don't know much about scientology well i do now but i didn't know much about scientology before watching this Uh, series i see i live in florida i live near Clearwater, Florida, which the Scientologists basically took over. That's like their world headquarters is here in Clearwater, Florida. That's where Ron Miscavige is, right? At the the big campus over there. But the, no, I guess he's in California, but that he has a place. Anyway, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're in California, this is, aren't they? This is, the, this is the big, this is their world headquarters is what they call it. They have the World Training Center there. And says, so, yeah, I've, I've been fascinated with Scientology for, for decades, but uh, uh, welcome on board. And you could call, and I know, so one thing I said on on Geeky Gay when I was talking about this is, how do you believe some of the stuff that they believe, such as the Xenu alien okay. god right. thing, right. whatever. And then I thought to myself, yes. Okay, no, wait, go ahead. And then I thought to myself, yes. oh my God, that is what every person who's an atheist <laughs> thinks about what I believe. Yes. So... Because there's, I believe in God, not not necessarily being an alien, but mm-hmm. yes. And, mm-hmm. But okay, the the thing though that makes them different mm-hmm. from churches, yes. from the Jewish faith, the Catholic faith, the yes. Protestant whatevers, is that they're very secretive and they will they don't want you to know what their beliefs are. Right. That's one of the differences. Because you have to pay. For That's them. one of the differences. Yes. You have to pay for them, but also they're very. You can't just casually go to a church of Scientology and attend services and Right. There you, are no you, services. You sign a contract yeah. and then if if you want to leave, you become an enemy. And well, all right, those, all right, those disab- are for people that can't afford it. So like if you're rich, and I think Leah makes this point at one point, talking about the difference between a Sea Org member and then just a general Scientologist. Yes, so, yeah. When you're just a general Scientologist, you haven't signed a contract with anything. You've that's true. You take the courses, you pay for them. I'm sure there's an NDA there because that, they would always sue people that leaked out the their courses. So that's probably you know a non disclosure agreement is signed there. But other than that, you don't have a contract. It's the it's when you want to go. Every class that you take is more expensive, right? It's it's a pyramid. So it's yes. like an inverted pyramid. So yeah, more and more money as you go up. And these people that are into it. 
that believe that they're improving their life by doing these things, they want to take the next level. They can't afford it. It's $10,000. They don't have $10,000. So Scientology says, oh, no problem. You can come work for us. And uh, a benefit of working for us is that you can take classes for free. So here you go. Here's a billion year contract because they believe that they're reincarnated again and again. So that means, you know, billion year contract that not just when you die now, but when you come back and again and again, you're this contract that you work for the church and you're obeyed by their rules and everything. And yeah, so when those people try to leave, they, the church tries to sue them for breach of contract. Yeah. it's, It's a... It's a whole. Well, some of them, I don't know what the difference is, but some of them even have to escape. Yeah, there was there was one story where this guy he has to time it where they they don't know what he's doing. He jumps on his motorcycle, mm-hmm. and when the cameras are pointed the wrong way or something, he speeds off, and immediately these black sedans start chasing him down the road. Yep, they they actually. Uh, forced him off the road. He's riding a motorcycle. They forced him off the road. Yep. Crazy stuff. And and anyway, I've just found it very interesting. I know you could say there are parallels between Scientology and other religions. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say that it's it's, an indoctrination thing. It's, uh, this is very much more extreme in my opinion than a Baptist who goes to church every Sunday or something like that. They are. And if you talk bad about Scientology or... Anything like that, and you've never been a member of the church or anything, they label you as an enemy and they will hire private investigators to find out stuff about you and print it in magazines and they'll yeah. do all of this yeah. stuff. Do it's, all it's of a this fascinating, stuff. it's a fascinating, I mean, it, it, it makes them do, you know, there's a reason why they want to keep them out of communication because there are some interviews with L. Ron Hubbard um, prior to him writing the the book, Dianetics, that, that was the introduction to Scientology. Right, you know, there were some conversations with him, interviews with him, where he said, you know, if you want to make, you know, a billion dollars, you should create a religion. You should, you know, you can just bilk the people. And he's like, kind of loosely explained what he ended up doing with Scientology. Right. And yeah, it's like they, you can't risk church members seeing that. <laughs> and they're not allowed to read news. They're no, not. No, they're not only allowed to read what the church provides them. They can't. So anyway, I find it very fascinating for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, it is. If any, uh, but, if any welcome you, to my, that's why I find if, religion so entertaining is just to me, I'm, I'm, I feel about all religion the way that you feel about Scientology. So when I'm watching these Christian shows, it's the same kind of thing for me. It's like, wow, they really believe that this guy is going to hit them in the forehead and their arms going to grow back. It's like, that's, you know, and there are people that believe right. that there right, are right. people I that understand. believe that. And a lot of it also has to do with the way it's said. So it's like, you yes. believe in God, but then you, that's a different thing than me saying, Oh, you believe in an invisible sky wizard that will give you gifts if you ask for them. Right. Right. That's right, making, right. so when you say, Oh, they believe in an alien called Xenu, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's literally what they believe. Right, but, but it's literally like, true that you believe in an invisible sky wizard. Well, I don't think he, yes. But what I'm saying sure. is, is that in in Scientology, Xenu isn't given to you on day one. You you build up to it to the point that right. by the time that that's, by the time that that is shared with you, you're like, oh, of course, that makes so much sense now. This, this makes perfect sense, of course. But 
if 2020 has taught me anything with QAnon and these people that still believe that Trump won the election, it's like people can believe in the craziest shit uh, just and think it's perfectly normal. So right. no, look, at, look at QAnon. They, they believe in their heart. They believe that Hillary Clinton is killing babies so she can drink their blood to stay young. Like they believe that they honestly have they seen her that. recently because <laughs> I don't think it's working. As, but that's that's their honest belief. Right. Well, regardless, and, and and that's what I said. I understand that people who are atheists would just lump all religion probably into that same boat, but I find that if it makes you feel the better, tactics that they Scientology use are is more a, extreme. Yeah. Scientology is a special kind of crazy. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like it's, I I may I might have some problems with some Christian beliefs, but like Scientology is way over there. I mean, it's just like, it's it's craziness. Yeah. It was more for me, the, just the tactics they use, not, not so much the, the beliefs, but just how they, the stuff they do, how they separate the children from their families. And they're basically in work camps at Sea Org and, or whatever it's called. And they, the the tactics they take and the fact that they say psychology is completely bogus. And if you have a mental disorder, they put you in a room and just, I don't know. I don't know what they do. They, they don't do anything. They try to help you. The they try to help you rid yourself of those engrams. And the, and the way that they attack people who are, are, are trying to write stories like meet news media and stuff that are trying to write stories. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's anyway. Great. So it's very it's interesting. If you find the other thing that I watched and I don't remember the name of it, but if you're, if you like documentaries, yes, there's another good one about the heaven's gate cult i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i've seen that and it's on hbo max or hbo i think i saw that when it came out it's it's an older one right uh i don't know how old it is it may be a year or two i don't think it's super old so uh our executive producer is saying in the chat room that this is why trump holds his rallies crowds crowd group think in a frenzied environment yeah it's that's exactly right. That's exactly why Trump does these things. It's like, and there's a lot of people that go to these rallies that don't really believe it. They're just there to, because they're swept up and everything. But there are right. a portion of those people there that truly and honestly believe every single word of what Donald Trump is saying. So it's just, it's insane. But you know what, Adam? It's okay. We have 20 days left. 20 days. 20 days. Isn't it on the 21st or no, he's the he's, 20th. Oh, so 19. We have 19 yeah. days, Adam. Look at that. I gave you an extra day. Yeah. You're welcome. I believe it's the 20th. I'm pretty sure it's January 20th. I will go. with that. I'm not an expert political analyst, but I believe <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll I believe that. it's the 20th. I feel like for a while. It's like, I, I feel like, um, I, I really babbled at the beginning of the show. So maybe I shouldn't talk about some of these things whatever you want i mean the one that i've got there could go at the end and it's not really there's no point i just was gonna talk about how i've spent my vacation so whatever you want to do sir i've been watching uh the free cock have you been watching the free cock i have it but i haven't watched anything on it Mm -hmm. i watched something when it first came out i don't even remember what it was but i've i haven't been watching it it's it's like the old hulu model where you get maybe 45 seconds of commercials or maybe two minutes of commercials for an entire show, but they're, they're very short. Right. And also like the old Hulu model, 
they're repetitive. <laughs> like they, they have a limited number of sponsors. So, uh, you get the same commercials a lot. The and following program was brought to you by, you know what? The other night I can't I was, remember what it was, but, you're right, was but the other company. night I was watching something on Peacock and I, I went from like episode two. I wish I could remember what it was, but it's like, I think it's that AP bio that I was watching anyway, from episode two to three, and there had been commercials in one and two. But then when I was going to three and hit play, it's like this target ad came up and it's like, this show is brought to you completely commercial free by your friends at target. And right. so then I, that one didn't have any commercials in it. So I was just like, yay, thank you, target. Thank you. There was, there was one announcer guy that they used over and over and over on Hulu. It, I think it was Hulu and we would get the same ad all the time. All right. So speaking, yeah. all right. So because I get these ads a lot, I watched them and, and just, I can repeat them. There's one. Are you familiar with Jake from state farm? I, it sounds, fami- he sounds familiar. Right. So it, I probably it, am. Yeah. It stems out of a commercial that State Farm did several years ago where the guy was talking to his State Farm agent in the middle of the night and his wife comes downstairs like, who are you talking to? He's like, I'm talking to Jake from State Farm. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, but they've turned Jake now into this character and they have a whole series of Jake from State Farm commercials where like there's people giving him things. Because he gave them a great discount and he has to go like, no, no, no. Everyone gets that discount. Right. Right. Anyway. Is that the one where they're in, in these situations and they say, I wish, oh my gosh, I wish State Farm was here. Or no, something. no, no, no. And you're someone... thinking, you're thinking of a different black man. <laughs> that is the Allstate commercial where uh, you're in good no, hands. No, 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 They appeared in the, yes. they appeared in the car with them or whatever. Yes. That I, used to, that was. I think State Farm did something nope, like that, that as well. Was a, but... Nope. Nope. Anyway. I'm going to play this commercial for you because okay. here's the thing. It has been my contention that I don't know if the actor that plays Jake is gay, but Jake, the character is definitely gay because all of his friends are bull dykes and Queens. And, uh, okay. it's like, there's not a straight person to be found hanging around with, with, uh, Jake from state farm. And he's like at a spa and there's like a woman like leaning over talking to him while he's at a spa and one of Anyway, this one just hits me every time because it is clear. And, and I hope this shows through in the audio, but it is clear that these two guys are about to fuck. It's just like, listen, listen, listen. Not going to lie, Jake from State Farm. That Daniel deal got me some sweet savings on my insurance. Daniel, State Farm offers surprisingly great rates to everyone. Sure you do. Tell you what. I'm not supposed to do this, but I'll let you try the chunk, honey. Oh, I'm good. Here's the deal. Great race, kind of our thing. You want to meet the queen? Uh, I'm not dressed for that. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor. <laughs> but the look on this queen's face when he's offering him the chunk. He's from a B.I., right? He's like, right, uh, he's right, like right, pulling right. out. He's like, do you want the chunk, honey? And he's like, ah. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> I just, for some reason, that I watched that commercial way too many times. And uh, anyway, if anyone else, if you if you if you agree with me or disagree with me, send me an email. Let me know. So. Tweet about it, and we'll read it in our tweet <laughs> That's segment. Right. Maybe it'll be the tweet of the week, which is going to be a new thing for twenty twenty one. A brand brand. We new need thing. a bumper for that. We need somebody. Need a bumper. Oh. Yeah. All right. Are we done with the, the with the other things, soon? Yeah, I can move mine. All to right, the end. we got that. All right, uh, then in that case, take us out to our break in that in that new 2021 way. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Three, two, one. Excellent. It is the uh, contact segment of the show is the spot where we read your emails and uh, play your voicemails when you send it to us. Uh, Let's see. I know we got some voicemails. They came in on the week that we were off. And I I believe so. I think it's the same thing. (laughs) They're coming from from Moose P. And I I think he's you should only play the the whatever the most recent one was because it's the same thing both times. Okay. And he, so. he used our voicemail system and then he wasn't quite sure if that worked. And so he's going to, uh, yeah, so let's, let's see. Can I, okay, Garrett, great. I don't need to, <laughs> I want to download this. Why can't, why won't you let me download? Oh, I have to do it down here. Okay. All right, let's hey listen. Guys, it's Moose. Adam, I think we've got similar size houses. On my mesh system, in order to get all the echoes to work properly, I had to put a third node. Uh, you may want to try a third node. Also, I noticed that when I move these devices around in the house, uh, switches, light bulbs, whatever, if when I first install it and or set it up, if it's on a particular node on the mesh network, and then I move it, in the house and it attaches to a second node, I sometimes have problems with it. So it could be trying to find the original node on your mesh that it was set up on. Anyway, hope this helps. Bye guys. Thank you, Moose P. Um, there you go, Adam. You need to do, you, all right, first of all, let's all just back up here. Do you have a mesh network in your house? Yes, I do. Do you, yeah. ha- you have a true Matt, you don't have Wi-Fi extenders. You have a mesh network because they're different. Well, I have, I have Orbi. Okay. And there is a, there is a satellite mm-hmm. and then there are hubs. Okay. And so the satellite broadcasts Wi-Fi and the hubs pick up that Wi-Fi and then rebroadcast it. Okay. And so, and you can buy, when you buy, when you first buy it, it includes a satellite and a hub mm-hmm. or a, a hub and a node, whatever it's called. Okay. And uh, oh, the, I think the nodes are called satellites. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You get two. <laughs> and then you can buy other ones to extend it further if you need to. Okay. Anyway, have you... So I think this is in regards to... We were talking about your smart home on the last show. The last show that we did last yes. year. Yes. And you were having problems where sometimes things weren't working correctly so he's suggesting that you put another in your case another node yeah I and another about, end point because i thought you, about you, doing you, that if you have the orby satellite then all you have to do is buy a new 
right uh, transmitter whatever for another area i thought about doing that and then immediately following that episode that we recorded everything started working <laughs> it heard <laughs> and so the past two weeks Yes. I don't think we've had any issues with It's like, yeah, they listen. Alexa. Well, there you go. Welcome so, to our audience uh, at so, Smart Home. We but, appreciate uh, you but listening. But if it happens again, mm-hmm. probably the first thing that I'm going to try is moving either the main one or the the node. The I, I don't want to say master's like, you know, we have this whole thing at work now. So you know how this is a complete aside. <laughs> yeah, I know, Daniel, but I have to say to this about, to you. It's like you can't we, use the word master or slave. We have this thing at work now. We have initiatives yes. going on. Yes. Where after the Black Lives Matter stuff went on in the summer, they uh, the CEO said we needed to do things to be more racially sensitive. Yes. And for those of you who are in the tech space, um. There are things in technology called master, and then there there are things called slaves. Right, in like, in, like in a chain setups. of hard drives, there's a master drive and there's slave right. drives, and yeah, you probably have heard other, that before. It's, yeah, yeah, and and other other technology things also use the same terminology, and yes. so now we have initiatives where we're removing the word master and slave from all of those. Yeah. It's not just, it's not just Walmart. Yeah. It's not just Walmart that's doing that. It's actually been happening in the tech industry now for the last five years or so. So yeah, we, we have, we never have used those terms. So I almost said that and that's why I stopped myself. That's got it. We're going through that at work as well, but um, the, the main one and the, the no. Oh yeah. You were talking about lights. Got it. Right. Okay. So so. yes. (laughs) So first, I'm going to try moving them around if it happens again, and then I'm going to buy more if that doesn't work. I'm thinking, should I talk about what a mesh network is? And I'm just like, all I can picture is Kathy Bacon listening, going like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about with a with a with a mesh. It's a it's a Wi-Fi extender. The other thing I've been wondering about no, a Wi-Fi extender is different than a mesh. Yes, sorry. It still extends it. It does the same thing. No, it doesn't do the same thing. It achieves the same result. It well, no. It doesn't because when you have a Wi-Fi extender, your phone actually moves to a different router. It moves to a different Wi-Fi signal, right? It's not a transparent thing. It knows because the SSID on the extender is different, even though it may be spoofing another one, it's going like, I'm moving to a different radio channel. Um, a mesh network is exactly what it sounds like. It meshes in. So it, it not only, it doesn't just retransmit the sound on a, a, a you know, on a, different frequency at a higher, whatever, it actually makes itself part of the same signal. So it, right. it's a mesh is more, way more expensive and, but it, it gives you a seamless, yes. uh, but for some uh, reason, even though the Wi-Fi signal is fine, it still would seem that it's causing issues yeah. with things not being connected. And I, I don't know. And you so know, anyway, a lot of, a lot of it, because it's radio waves, a lot of it has to do with the air. So maybe it yeah. got colder and so it's working fine because the air mm-hmm. is drier. Right, maybe. maybe. So I'm going to try those two things if it should happen again, but I'm not going to do anything right now because it magically started working. <laughs> right. Because, and I did, I did nothing. Because it, it got, yeah. It, it, it I was you. also thinking, and I know you don't know the answer to this and I am just going to research oh, it. Oh, do you? But I was also, I'm pretty sure you don't. You're convinced. Because you're not a, I don't know the well, answer to whatever you're you're not a specialist in every single tie, every single <laughs> model of mesh network out there. I've, you you no, don't have fine. the manufacturer's You're, fine. Specs You're absolutely right. You. I'm not. It's just the but way you said it. It's you like can it. each of the nodes, mm-hmm. you can connect them into wired 
Ethernet, instead of having them grab the Wi-Fi signal of the main one and and extend that, you can hook every one of them into their own Ethernet jacks. Yes. And now I've done, I'll talk about later, but I've done, I've connected my Ethernet jacks in all of my rooms. Except two, I'm still working on it. Okay. And I was thinking, well, maybe it won't solve that problem, but maybe just to make the Wi-Fi signal better and the internet speed better, I can hook up the node also to a wired connection. But then I thought, sometimes that gives it a different SSID. Yes. So I don't want to do that because then when you're roaming around the house... Yes. Your devices have to switch between different Correct. SSIDs and it Correct. messes things up. Yes. Absolutely. So, uh, let's go. There you go. Technology <laughs> Minute, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Uh, here's another voicemail. Let's let's see what it's about. G'day, Daniel. It's the 1st of the 1st, 2021. Mm-hmm. 8.33 a.m. here in Brisbane, Australia. Mm-hmm. And come on, America. Get to 2021 already. We did. You've had a terrible year. But listen, uh, enjoy your celebrations. To- it, is he implying that Australia didn't have a, t- a terrible year? <laughs> I was- think they had a little bit of a better year because they got COVID under control much quicker than we did. We never did, actually. Yeah, we've, we've never had it. <laughs> they got it under control and got it down to what, like one person who had it or something? No, that, you're thinking they- New Zealand. Whatever. They were close. And so they could do a lot more normal things like go to restaurants and stuff. Right. All right. Because they had it under control. All right. Let's go on. Tonight, whatever they are, with um, you two. What? There in the US of A. Maybe go to Disneyland or something. It's not open. Okay. Um, But in all seriousness, 2020 has been a good year for me. Oh. I got a tiny promotion at work. Oh, nice. Which only took five years to get. He's worth a... Worth $18 a week extra pay. Ooh. I got to work from home for seven months, although that's changing in two weeks' time, but anyway. Aw. Um, I got a boyfriend. Yay. I lost a boyfriend. Boo. Um, yeah, it's really been... One of the better years of my life, probably the best year in the last 10 or 15. So, yay, 2020 was good. Yay. And as you know, coronavirus here in Australia is basically a total non-event. So that's Uh, nice. Okay. Anyway, all the best for next year. Yay. In the US of A. Yes. Bye, Scotty. 21. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Scotty. We, we Does he not say you're a little Aussie battler anymore because he doesn't do that show anymore? I don't know. That was exactly so, a minute and 30 seconds, but it didn't cut them off. That was so weird. It must show them a countdown of... of, of it must. Yeah. So, uh, Scotty, I thought myself, I, I was just saying this on Geeky Gay the other day, that 2020 was a pretty good year for Mark and I because we bought this house and we've been furnishing it and having all the fun of having a new home and all of that stuff, but I had mixed emotions because for a lot of people, it was a very crappy year. So I understand those mixed emotions that you didn't say you were having. But I'm I'm assuming you had. Because our year wasn't bad either. We, we like being around each other, so working from home was not a bad thing. The thing that was bad for us was not being able to travel. So we're really looking forward to when we can do that. Luckily, neither one of us have lost any family members to COVID. Although... 
there was a, a mom of a friend that just died last week. So yeah, that was sad. That was sad. All right. Um, I, I think that's it. I think we're done with the contact segment. If you, if you said, thank you uh, for sending in those voicemails. We do appreciate them. Um, I don't know where we are anymore. It feels like it's been forever since we've done this thing. Um, I can do this at the end. I'll do that at the end. Yeah, I'll just move that to the end, and then that means we can just go right into the news quiz. So, news quiz. It's the news quiz. It's the news quiz. What questions will you ask? It is the Mix Minus News Quiz, the segment of the show where Adam will read me five questions from the New York Times Weekly News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer the question. These are multiple choice. I'll try to answer without asking for the multiple choices, but I can always do that without losing a point. After I flawlessly answer all the news questions, uh, Adam will then pull out a Trivial Pursuit card filled with things I do not know. And in the uh, span of one minute, I will lose all my points. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how this segment works. Uh, It's kind of like a roller coaster. It's like uh, Adam's angry when I get the questions right, and he's uh, just gleeful, gleeful when I get them wrong. Adam, what is our first question this evening? Well, so we have a little bit of a of an issue here, Daniel. I'm not sure if you checked, but the last news quiz that they published was the December 18th one that we did on our last show. Thank God, because I haven't so, really been reading. <laughs> I don't know if they took a, a break or if they Clearly. decided, or they decided it was um, they were giving calling it quits <laughs> call it quits nobody cares no about more the but there there aren't there the last one was on the 18th so <laughs> i do excellent. have oh and great. i don't remember what questions i asked so we can't do that but we can do the other one that we do yeah the trivial pursuit one yes yeah. i have to find the uh counter all right i thought when you when you pull these little gems these audio snippets that you use that you save them in your soundboard i mean to but it's a youtube video so i have to like down all right here we go let's 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 uh one minute up on the clock the game begins in three two one go what country boasts the world's largest number of overseas territories japan incorrect britain who saw his Mazurkas described by a Berlin critic in 1833 as repugnant and torturous. Uh, Freud. Incorrect. Frederick Chopin. What 20th century conflict was dubbed the Forgotten War despite 54,246 U.S. deaths? Indo-American War. Incorrect. The Korean War. What optical aids has nearsighted model Grace Robin the first to show off in 1930? Uh, prescription sunglasses incorrect it's contact lenses who did cindy crawford dress as for the debut cover of john f kennedy jr's political magazine george Uh, jackie incorrect george washington what pool player was born with the handle rudolph wanderson jr incorrect minnesota fats (laughs) i couldn't even hear the question because (laughs) did you just give up you you thought you said self 
That's a sports question. That was. I didn't no, I didn't even hear it because the I, music gets louder the last three or four seconds. And so uh, I did not I did not. Oh Jesus Christ. No, no, not again. Oh please, God, no. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> Is that a different one? That one sounded a little bit different. The the music. No. It says well, maybe. Because yeah, it does. YouTube auto plays. So I think Yeah. Do we, wait, do we like this one better? Well, I think we could rotate them, but you need to download them and save them. I okay. do like this one, though. It's got a very, uh, okay. It's it's kind uh, of World it, of Warcraft sounding. It is. It actually. is very, very work. Very, very yes. World of Warcraft. That's hard to say. Very World, world of Warcraft, Warcraft sounding. Very yes. World of Warcraft. Very World of Warcraft. Very World of Warcraft. That is. It's very... Difficult to say. Adam, uh, we, as you know, have an executive producer on this show that each and every week, except for the weeks that, you know, that we're off. Uh, Luckily, he was not on vacation this week. No, no. He said Even us, though the New York uh, Times yeah. was, apparently. Boxes and boxes of information show up at our houses right before the show uh, that has been compiled and tabulated. And these are from the Mixed Minus Research Center, Archives, and Test Kitchen. These are all things that happened on January 1st. Um, of some year. Right. Uh, so today <laughs> is New Year's Day. It is. Yes. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Of course, where Daniel is, it's already J- January 2nd. I almost said July. <laughs> it is. It's probably July 2nd. Uh, and then there's a whole thing about uh, how we, why, why, why. <sighs> why January 1st is what January 1st is <laughs> in the Gregorian calendar. That's all I'm trying to say. Lovely. Okay. Uh, let's see. In January 1st, 1957. Uh, 67? Le- no, 57. Oh, Lay Wolfenden of Phoenix, Arizona became the 10 millionth guest to enter Disneyland. Oh. The 10 millionth guest to enter Disneyland in 57. That was only two years after the park opened. Wow. Wow. Now you skipped back, you skipped over LGBTQ plus history. Oh, why don't you tell us about it? 1967, the Black Cat Tavern in Los Angeles was raided. Oh. On New Year's Day, undercover officers arrested 14 patrons of the Black Cat Tavern, one of a number of gay bars that lined Sunset Boulevard at the time. The bar attracted a largely working class clientele and was nestled among a number of businesses friendly to gay men and lesbians. And they basically, well, I know this because I was, I watched the documentary Circus Books on Netflix that is about the straight uh, couple, elderly couple now who has owned a gay porn store for 30 years or something. Crazy. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that. And they mentioned that they were arresting any guys that were kissing or anything they considered to be homosexual. And they said this happened before. They, because of this, they started picketing and some of the people who were supportive of uh, LGBTQ and the community started picketing because of this. And it was actually the first, it was considered one of the first riots that happened or picketing that happened before Stonewall. The Black Cat Black Cat Tavern in Los Angeles. So there, just go look that up. Uh, In 1990... Over at Pleasure Island, which was my hangout at the time, uh, Devo and the Village People were the uh, headliners at the Pleasure Island uh, on New Year's Eve. 
Now, I used to go to Pleasure Island all the time. So I don't think I've ever been to Pleasure Island because I think by the time I started oh, going yeah, to closed. Disney, yeah, it closed. was already closed. But yeah. wasn't it the nightclub-y where you Yeah, could it, was drink a, it was a nightclub and... district. And the gimmick of it was there were eight nightclubs on this island and each one was of different themes. So there was a discotheque, there was a country place, there was a rock and roll place, there was a comedy warehouse, there was a improv place, there was a 70s slash 80s place, uh, you know. Anyway, and a jazz place. Anyway, the uh, the the gimmick of the of New Year of the gimmick of Pleasure Island was is that every night was New Year's Eve. So they had a big stage up at the top of the hill on the out because there was also DJs outside. So you also heard pop music outside before you went into the clubs. And so the the island wrapped around, and then the main thoroughfare went up a hill, and there was a stage up there where there's a live band that played most of the night off and on okay but for new year i mean but every night at eleven fifty, they would do a new year's show where they had dancers come out in a big production number and everyone counted down to midnight and then the confetti shot out and they played the new year's it was like every night was new year's eve um that was their shtick but on actual new year's eve you had to pay like three or four hundred dollars a ticket to go in so so uh, i never actually went there on so- actual new year's eve so uh, our producer, Cyclone, in the chat room says, it seems like Pleasure Island was where the discount hookers might hang out. <laughs> so, and I guess it was based on, the Pleasure Island name is based off of Peter Pan, right? No, Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. right, Pinocchio. And why? do you know why they decided to shut it down? It just wasn't making as much money as, so it was somewhat of a liability for Disney because it was a big place where people drank and so things happen you know when you put a bunch of drunk people together things happen right um in fact one of the clubs opened up uh, the rock and roll beach club opened up with the entire second floor of the bar was a roller skating rink so there was a live band on the first floor and bars and then on the second floor it was a roller skating rink and the third floor was a balcony overlooking the stage and the roller skating rink whatever it's like it shut, they closed down the roller skating rink within the first three months because, you know, <laughs> hey, let's have a bar and then we'll put a roller skating rink in it. That, that, what's the worst that can happen? A bunch of people on vacation getting trashed and roller skating. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, yeah. Anyway, it closed. It, it is, I mean, the land is still there. It's now uh, Disney Springs. Disney Springs is an extension of the Disney marketplace, which became downtown Disney, which then expanded further and took over the old pleasure Island place. And now it's all called Disney Springs. Anyway, okay. uh, there you go. Isn't that exciting? Uh, in 1995, also in Disney news in 1995 on new year's day, the world of motion shut down. That is where currently test track sits. But, uh, I used to love world of motion. In fact, the Epcot forever fireworks show that they did last year had that song in it. The fun to be free song from the uh, world of motion. Anyway, that's not important. Um, let's see. Let me just skip down here to, well, in 1818, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was published. Okay. I found that interesting. Keep going. I'm, I'm trying to look up a, a, a piece of music. So is there anything else that you want to touch on? Um, let's see the, I don't know that one. I don't know. Nope. Nothing else was just, I, I, Frankenstein was interesting to me. All right, here we go, Adam. I'm going to play you a theme song for a number one movie on January 1st of some year. So tell me what movie is this the theme to? Oh, okay. Okay. 
this any, any guesses? This, okay, this is going to be a complete guess. Okay. But is it Dr. Zhivago? Oh, um, so sorry. It was not. Uh, let's 12 see. Monkeys? Yes, it was. It was 12 Monkeys. That was oh. the, the theme song to 12 Monkeys, which was Dang the it. number one film in 1996 on, Jan- on January 1st. Also in 1996 on the first, One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men was number one on the billboard charts. I shouldn't have picked it the same year that there was Mariah Carey. And I'll just say about that song, it remained number one for a lot of weeks. Oh. I don't don't know how many, 16 or 17 weeks. So it, it was on there for a long time. Also in 2016, Hello by Adele was number one. Hello. Is it me y'all looking for? Um, that, that was not a, not the same song. But. <laughs> that was a Lionel Richie song. Uh, where am I? There I am. Uh, birthdays on January first. Uh, happy birthday to Poppy. Are you familiar with Poppy? I've heard the name, and I know it's a YouTuber. She's a but she's a, she's a YouTuber. A YouTuber. Let's see. This is this is a song of her. What is she like? Five. No, she's 26. I don't know. It's kind of got like a reggae beat to it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Uh, anyway, happy birthday, Poppy. She's 26. She looks five. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Ellen Nordgren. Don't know her. That's uh, Tiger Woods' ex-wife. Oh, okay. Uh, Tank. Uh, and not from Pod is my co-pilot, but an R and B singer named Tank is forty-five today, and Grandmaster Flash uh, is sixty-three. Well, happy birthday! In fact, all those people. Why does Frank Langella's name sound familiar to me? I don't know who that is, but his name sounds really familiar. If only there was an internet work system I of computers know, by which I'm, you could Google and see who that I'm, was. I'm not good at Googling and recording a podcast at the same time oh. and doing it quietly. <laughs> Because my uh, my keyboard <laughs> if will only make... if only you had a mute button. Uh, oh, okay, I know Frank Langella. Yeah, he's like a character actor. You've seen him in a lot of things. Uh, he's God. He's been in so many things. Okay, that's that's probably why I know his name because he's an actor. So yeah, he's an actor. But yeah, if I showed you his face, you'd go like, oh yeah, I've seen him in something. Uh, I did also, Google him, and I'm looking at his face right now. Yes, okay. So. Uh, Betsy Ross and Paul Revere also were born on New Year's Day. Well, happy birthday, Paul Revere. Uh, our producer says that the uh, Weekly World News was kind of uh, a shit show this week. Um, but, let's see, uh, garlic, vinegar, and honey. I don't know what that is. <laughs> garlic, vinegar, and honey. Miracle <laughs> medicines in your kitchen. <laughs> Oh, wait, actually, there's an garlic, amazing... Actually, you know what? Garlic, vinegar, and honey mm-hmm. would go really well together yeah. as the base for some sort of sauce. Chicken with garlic, vinegar, and honey would be fantastic. There is an uh, amazing gadget that makes you invisible. The Japanese have come up with their most incredible invention yet, a device that can turn anyone invisible instantly. Adam, they even have photos to show... Uh, how the he, he gets turned invisible. Wow, he's not there. <laughs> he's there's no way they could have taken a photo with him not standing there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, absolutely no. not. Nope. 
Those are uh, completely... Uh, also, is that the same person in the first and the second I don't know. <laughs> I was going to ask that too. <laughs> there, there are three photos. Love, one I with love, a guy... I love how we're just giggling about a photo clearly, that no one can see but yeah. us. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it's three photos. There's, there's one with a guy clearly, clear as day in frame. And then a second one where he's supposed to be dematerializing or becoming invisible. So he's a little misty and a little, you can start to see stuff behind him. And then there's a third one where it's just the wall with no one there. Do you think like a time traveler, like a time traveler from like 2000, like took their version of Photoshop back in time and just like that's. They work for the weekly world because these are all just like Photoshop things. It's like, it is, yeah. It's just the, f- but it was before Photoshop. I know. So I they actually had to like was... take two separate photos and right, then like right. cut them. You know, do a a weird blanking thing. I mean, there was there was ways to do that stuff. Anyway, it's not important, Adam. Uh, what is important is that. Oh, I've lost my goddamn place again. Uh, on the cover of TV Guide in uh, 1966 was Carol Channing. Oh, in a in a beekeeper suit. Tom Selleck like. was on the cover in 1990, and uh, I believe he was also on the cover in 2021. Tom Selleck looks similar to my dad. Then or now? The, the one he that's very dead. clearly is dyeing his hair now. Like he is very clearly dyeing his hair and his eyebrows and his uh, mustache. No, then. I don't even know what he looks like now, but back in well, the day. Well, then look, scroll down. That is the TV guide from today. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. That is what he looks like. Now, that is him heavily airbrushed. You can tell that he is dying as hair, yes. Oh, yeah. It's even the the shitty airbrush. Like, I have a monocolor hair. Every single hair on my body is the exact same color. That is not weird at all. Anyway, Adam, uh, that is the the stuff that we got. Did I ever play us out of the news quiz segment? I don't think so. But don't you usually edit that in? No, I, I remember I, I fixed it so that I didn't have to edit it. It's not oh, important. It's not it's important. Not. You know, we didn't even do a news quiz, really, so it, it doesn't matter that we didn't do that. Uh, our executive, I'm being told in my ear by our executive producer that the New York Times was just taking two weeks off. So we do anticipate the news quiz to return Okay. Okay. next week. <sighs> That's crazy. All right. Uh, I, as you know, Adam, watch a lot of YouTube. I know. I do, too. But as... I was saying earlier, I uh, watch different things than you do. I think. Yes. I, <laughs> I, think. I was watching this video the other day, and I, I, even though I was interested in the content, I had to stop watching the video because of the quality of the guy's voiceover. Okay. The, the, the video was called 15 Ship Launches That Went Horribly Wrong. So these are going to be ships falling in water and things, you know, anyway. Right, right. Um, so I'm interested. I like to watch ships crash. That's cool. Um, but as I start to watch this, he his voice just starts to grate on me. I'm, I'm, and I, I'm wondering if it's just me. So I want to play you a clip of this and tell me okay. if, if you think it's really, really horrible. This, of course, is the funny part where, you know, I play like Big Fatty Show and you're like, oh, yeah. I can't stand that. Right. No, I'm not. This is an actual video. Here we go. He was like, uh... Control. The ship's operator, owner, and local port authorities had launched an investigation into what went wrong. Fortunately, there wasn't a lot of damage to the ferry, and only the ramp appears to have suffered some damage. There also didn't seem to be any breaches, so no water had flowed into the ferry either. Give okay, it- so you hear it, well, right? he's... Uh, 
I mean, bless him. First of all, <laughs> we were having this conversation before, but I have to say it now because where this is the part that gets released to the general public and you got and you haven't heard this mm-hmm. but he sounds like when i'm trying to have a voiceover type voice i just am i'm not good at it and i'm better with just my normal whatever my voice is so i i feel for him because i understand the challenge and actually he has more of a voiceover sounding voice than i do but what he's doing that is really getting on my nerves which i assume is what was getting on your nerves is at the end of every sentence yes it's i'm doing a voiceover and now da 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 yes it's yes i'm sure there's a word for it but all i can do is mimic it I like if I was reading these questions and I said, what country boasts the world's largest number of overseas territories? Who saw his blah, blah, blah critic in 1833 as repugnant and torturous? What optical aids were nearsighted model Grace Robin wearing the first to show off in 1930? 1930. It's that. I had to bail. So I didn't get to see all the 15 ship launches that went horribly wrong. I was denied that because of a shitty voiceover. I don't really enjoy, even if it's a good voiceover, I don't really enjoy. So first of all, yes, I hear the same thing that you're hearing. It probably wouldn't bother me as much as it did you, but I do, I do hear it. I find By the way, it this isn't comical. like a normal kind of video I watch. It was it came up as a suggestion because I had watched some other but thing. I feel I feel like those YouTube videos are kind of like those spam articles that you get at the bottom of anything you read nowadays where it says 15 vegetables that will kill you. In 30 seconds. Number seven 20, will amaze you. Right. 20 celebrities who look horrible now yeah, yeah, yeah. that looks great. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. It's, lists, it's like that. Yeah, where lists, they do lists absolutely do better. Yeah, lists do yeah. better. It's, it's like uh, clickbait, right? It's like... And they just take just clip like art lists. from... They take clip art and images from the web and then do a voiceover over it. You never yeah. see the person. Or, or worse, they just write it out in text on the screen yeah. because they... they they don't have a microphone. Actually, there's one, a famous one that does that, who's really popular. Um, is it Nikki Swift? I don't know. There's a channel where it's all celebrity gossip. It's not lists, but you never see her. She's giving the news, the celebrity news of the day, mm-hmm. but it's just all images and stuff. And then she's doing a voiceover. So it's it's very similar, but I think it's very popular and she probably makes a lot of money. So, So I finally did it. I finally, because I, you know, I like listening to crazy people. I finally uh, tricked YouTube into suggesting a batshit crazy channel, <laughs> which I'd not, I would not have found if I had not uh, watched some clips that uh, my co-host from That Darn Elvis, Scott, had sent me of religious people, but um, like crazy religious people. But I, I guess for a moment or two, the YouTube algorithm thought that I was a crazy Trump, Trump conspiratist. And so I started getting these really good conspiracy videos. Oh, I love them so much, Adam. I don't think it's conspiratist. I think it's conspirator. Oh, okay. Sure. But sure. Go ahead. No, I just, I thought. love you them. You found one. I love them. And then from that one, I found another one. Oh, I'm in heaven, Adam. I am in heaven. 
I mean, have these people. They would, they would stress me out so much. I could not watch stuff stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And one of them is clearly uh, like a podcast. You know, he doesn't have a video. It's just all audio. Right. He has just like, a sta- you know, a static screen up on the, you know, occasionally he'll play clips or, you know, do some headlines or something. But it's an audio show with him talking. I mean, it's obviously it's an audio show with just like a, a very static image. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right. It's clearly yes. like it's, it's almost like a podcast. And this other one, you know, is just another trope that I'm getting here, which is they they sit slightly off center with a really shitty background and they just talk uh, into the camera and they're kind of blurry that there's a bunch of those. Uh, but yeah, there's this one guy last night was very, very excited about uh, a lawyer that had filed a case with the Supreme court and he was going through how, you know, Trump was a genius cause this is his plan all along. And it's just like Q said and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, and he, this dude's a lawyer. It's like, wait, you went to law school and you're, you're buying all this shit. It's like, uh, Oh, these people. Anyway. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just ready for it to all be, well, it's never going to be over. Because even after the inauguration takes place, then Trump's going to start his new news network or he's going to go on Newsmax or something or I mean, who knows? Who knows what? But he will find a way to remain in the news. Oh, yeah. And, no, absolutely. And you know, no, all of those whether news, people listen or not. Is, is all of those news networks are are scrambling, trying to figure out how they're going to maintain their ratings. After he's gone. I don't know. I don't believe that. I, I feel that there's going to be news is news. It's like, I well, not that every article is true and factual and the person. <laughs> you mean you read it on the exactly, internet? But I read an article that that said MSNBC and CBS or CNN and all of them were having strategy meetings now that the election has been called to figure out how they're going to maintain their because all of them had huge spikes during the four years of trump mm-hmm. and even much more towards the the this election so yeah well that's what happens this is what happens yeah. when you you align your news network with the political party right when that right. party goes in power out of power you're gonna you're gonna share their faith yes. but i don't think they're gonna like radically like change their you know it, you gotta remember msnbc is owned by nbc which is freaking huge so yes there'll be something that they'll they'll do with it or maybe they'll add msnbc to freecock finally and then i'll be able to watch it there and not have to uh pay the money for 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 sling i'm a fan of freecock by the way i'm a it's, fan of freecock I, uh, anyway adam i i, I hope you're it's having, best when cock is free <laughs> i hope that you uh had a a lovely new year's i did i did yeah yeah i saw uh our listener tv in a bathrobe that's what i saw on new year's Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Um, if you would like to send us an email, you can do so. It's contact at mixminuspodcast.com. You can leave us a voicemail. Head over to HTTP. That's, that means you use your browser. Just go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. Press a little button. Send us a, a jingle jangle. A jingle jangle? Who the fuck am I? Hit it, send us voicemail and we'll play it. Adam, uh, I guess we do this every week, right? So we should probably we come do. back. Like we next do, week. Yeah. And it's free. Just like free cock. I feel like Freecock is one of those things that you would see on a on one of those snap things that they would have on the Las Vegas Strip. Freecock at so and so strip club. I- I'm a fan of paid cock as well, though. Sometimes this show is part of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>